for the week of July 24th, 2023. This is Diet Science with Dee McCaffrey. Dee's an organic chemist and nutritionist who lost 100 pounds by staying away from processed foods. She's now pursuing a doctorate in clinical nutrition. And every week on Diet Science, Dee covers a topic or two that's important for you and your family's health. This is her co-host, Michael McCaffrey. So, Dee, what's the topic for this week? This week, we are talking about a new study that is showing that the um, the long-used formula of body mass index mm-hmm. um, is no longer considered to be the be-all, end-all for determining a person's risk for obesity and metabolic disease. Okay. Well, it feels like about time, right? There are a number of flaws to that uh, method, right? It's just yeah, a there's simple always, formula. Thing. There's always been a downside to this, but um, this was really this is really kind of great news. Um, this came out. Um, the study was presented at, in Chicago at the ENDO 2023, which is the annual meeting of the Endocrine Society. Mm. So. Endocrine is obviously all of our um, glandular uh, system within our body, including fat. Mm-hmm. So, um, but this is basically, this was study was presented, um, adds to a growing body of evidence that, uh, that highlights the flaws of using the BMI to measure obesity. Hmm. So, and, if, and so to just, just state, you know, um, I've gone through my master's, going through my doctorate, the BMI has been something that we have had to learn how to do and then use that as in our, in our assessments mm-hmm. uh, for clients. And um, I've always kind of cringed a little bit when I have to tell one of my clients what their BMI number is because, well, for some people it can be quite alarming um, and it may, might, might make them feel bad. But, um, you know, a lot of people, you know, their BMI number is, um, you know, indicates whether they're in the obese category or the overweight category, normal or underweight. Mm-hmm. So, um, and basically, you know, it was kind of cool. Like cause this thing came out, the study came out in June. It was presented in Chicago at that conference. And then within, I mean, it's been like a month since that happened and my school is already changing their policy on using BMI that would go into a different way. All so right. I was like, woohoo, all right, we're, we don't have to use this as our indicator anymore. Mm-hmm. But what basically what, what is happening? So, so what is body mass index? Let's mm-hmm. just kind of break that down for everybody. So um, body mass index is, is a number that is calculated using a person's height and their weight. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of almost like a height to weight ratio Mm -hmm. in a way. And the way it's calculated, it's actually a very simple calculation. You take, um, typically we use it in the metric system. So you would take a person's weight in kilograms, Mm -hmm. and then you divide that by their height, which is measured in meters, Mm -hmm. and then that height number is squared. Mm-hmm. So you have, so you have to, have, so their height squared. So basically, it's the weight divided by the height squared, mm-hmm. and then that will give us a number, um, you know, anywhere from you know fifteen all the way up to above forty. So mm-hmm. depending on you know a person's weight and height, um, 
there is a converted version of that if you want to use the regular English or what we call the imperial system where you can use the weight in pounds. Mm-hmm. So you divide, you take the weight in pounds, you divide it by the height in inches squared, but then you have to multiply that by 703. Mm-hmm. And you get, you'll get the same number, whether mm-hmm. you use metric or whether you used imperial. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. so now let me just explain the what the weight BMI categories. So um, and usually what why we use BMI is to determine disease risk, especially metabolic disease risk, obesity, and then any disease that risk that is associated with obesity, for example, diabetes or mm-hmm. heart disease or cancer. Mm-hmm. So we so we would put people in um, these different categories. So um, if you're underweight, your BMI number would be less than 18.5. Uh-huh. 18.5 or less would be underweight. Mm-hmm. So, and that's sometimes also an important number too, because you know not all of not all of our patients are overweight people. Some of them are underweight. They're malnourished. They're not getting enough uh, nutrients. So we might also want to know whether someone is underweight. Um, well, the, yeah. the one flaw I've recalled is that it, does, it doesn't recognize muscle mass. If you're building a lot of muscle mass, you're actually building a worse BMI number, which is, I think, silly. Right, exactly. So so that was that's one of the reasons why they're changing this policy, mm-hmm. is because they're saying that it doesn't take into account the you know other weight so basically the bmi is just looking at weight in Mm -hmm. pounds and it doesn't really know whether that weight is coming from excess body fat weight muscle mass Mm -hmm. weight Mm -hmm. water Mm -hmm. um, bone Mm -hmm. you know organs those those types of things so how much a person weighs doesn't only depend on how much fat is in the body Mm -hmm. Um, and that is why yeah like a bodybuilder that was always the the flaw that has been continuously talked about in, you know, health circles is that, well, this BMI number could, you know, it could show somebody who's actually very fit in the obese category mm-hmm. just because they weigh more. For example, a bodybuilder has a lot of muscle. Mm-hmm. You know, what if you have a lot of muscle, but you're short, mm-hmm. right? You could have a very, you know, muscular body where that and that muscle mass is very dense. Um then you do your height to weight uh, BMI calculation and your number is above 30, Yeah. right? So, which I didn't get to, you know, underweight is less than 18 and a half. Normal is considered 18 and a half to 24.9. Mm-hmm. And then uh, uh, 25 to 29.9 is, is overweight. And then anything above 30 is obese. Mm-hmm. So a person who's muscular but short could be, get a, a BMI number that's above 30, so, you know, and that's ridiculous, right? They're not obese. Right. So now you mm-hmm. kind of strike that off the list of tools, basically. Yeah, we're taking it off the list of tools. So, and, and basically what uh, what the medical profession now is, is going to move to is going to be using some other assessments, not just a BMI mm-hmm. number. They may not get rid of it completely, but they're not going to rely on that solely. Right. Um, because what we need to do is we need to look at, first of all, obesity, it just, you know, in simple terms refers to uh, when someone has an 
excess amount of body fat that is considered the healthy range. So total total body fat percentage um, greater than or equal to 25% for men would be considered um, overweight, like excess fat. And then if for a female, it's 32% or higher body mm-hmm. fat percentage. Mm-hmm. So, um, so we would look at that. Um, but then we also have to look at, you know, one of the things that came up in this was that, you know, different um, ethnic groups tend to carry their weight differently. Mm-hmm. And so, for example, um, you know, African-Americans and sometimes even, um, you know, South Americans would have uh, bigger hips and Mm -hmm. thighs Mm -hmm. than um, they would have, you know, and and maybe smaller waists. Mm -hmm. And so now we're looking at measuring the waist to the hip Mm -hmm. ratio Mm -hmm. um, and using that also as an assessment tool. They're basically saying that the type of body fat that is in the uh, hips or thigh area is typically actually maybe even protective Hmm. to uh, metabolic disease, whereas Hmm. the visceral fat, which is the fat that stores around the middle, like the belly fat, Mm -hmm. um, that fat is the type that is very inflammatory in the body, and it sends signals to the other cells in the body for inflammation. Mm-hmm. And so that's the type of fat that they're really concerned about. Mm-hmm. And so they're looking at ways to assess that as well, which typically can now only be done like through a scan. Mm. You'd have to do some t- uh, like an MRI scan to, to really see the where the fat composition is, the distribution in the body. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, so basically, but this is, I just have to say, this is good news for everybody that mm-hmm. we're not just relying on this BMI number anymore. Mm-hmm. And, you know, because a lot of times I feel like it makes people feel they're into some kind of a stigma in a way. Oh my gosh, my, my BMI is in the obese range now. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, will I ever get over that? And like, how hard do I have to work to get my BMI down into the normal range? You right, know? right. And, you know, maybe we shouldn't be just looking at that. Mm-hmm. You know, we need to look at other things. Well, I, I hope so, because usually those numbers look bad for people. You know, they the do. BMI yeah, and they, and they, you know, and if that's in your medical chart, then you're, it's almost like you're kind of flagged then at that point because you're, oh, this is a person who's at high risk, mm-hmm. you know, and not, I'm not saying that we shouldn't look at that, but we need to look at it in the context of everything else. Right, right. Well, thank you, Dee, for another informative week. Diet Science is the official podcast for Processed Free America. We're a nonprofit dedicated to eliminating childhood and adult obesity through nutrition education of both young and old. You can catch this podcast and lots of other great podcasts and articles at processedfreeamerica.org. This is Dee McCaffrey, and until next time, go forth and be healthy.